Coming up on this Friday, we're talking Bishop's Lucas win at Alltech, more sprint car paint schemes, the All-Stars, and more. Let's go. Today is Friday, February 4th, 2022. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Wednesday night was off for the Lucas Late Model competitors, but Thursday they were right back at it for Speed Weeks, moving over to Alltech Raceway in Lake City, Florida. My YouTube thumbnail for yesterday's show asked if Brandon Shepard could slow Devin Moran at Alltech, and that question ended up being answered in a big way last night. Shepard trailed Moran in the standings and in average finish headed into Thursday's program, but the DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula certainly didn't care. It had Bishop as the win pick, and it was correct. The Rocket House car was overall fast time on the night, one heat three, and started on the front row of the feature. Shepard ended up leading all but a single lap to earn his first Lucas victory of 2022. He battled with pole setter Ricky Thornton Jr. through the opening laps, with RTJ briefly leading right at the line on lap seven. From there, though, the 20RT just couldn't really mount a serious charge again through lap traffic. The Rocket 1 dodged that traffic and some late cautions to bag the win. Behind him, Moran kept his top two streak alive with a very solid run from 15th to 2nd. He was third on the white flag lap, but second running Jonathan Davenport slowed out of turn four coming to the checkered, and that allowed Moran to get by. So your top five was Shepard, Moran, Davenport, Shane Klein, and Thornton faded to fifth uh, to finish fifth at the end. With two more nights at Alltech still to come, Moran maintains the Lucas points lead over Shepard and Tim McCready. For Lucas full-timers, only your best five finishes from Speed Weeks count towards your points total. So starting last night, we are now throwing out races. Moran and Shepard are still the only two drivers to finish in the top 10 in all six Lucas races in 2022. As for the field of cars last night, we ended up with 43, and that did include Davenport, Brandon Overton, and Chris Madden. Overton didn't have a good qualifying lap, went 8th to 5th in his heat, and then needed to transfer into the feature from the first B-Main. He then charged from 17th to finish 9th in the feature. Uh, Chris Madden grabbed the final transfer in the second B-Main, but ended up 25th on the night. Looking ahead, the series is at Alltech again tonight and tomorrow. Sunday is then a practice day at East Bay before six straight nights of racing get underway starting on Monday over there. I mentioned a second ago that the prediction formula correctly chose Shepard last night while I went with Moran. So we are both now two for seven on the season or 28.5%. Uh, tonight, the formula likes B-Shep yet again. No shock there. I'm going to go off the rails a bit with this one and choose RTJ. He was fast last night and I think a few turns on some wrenches and those guys could be dialed for the racing tonight. If you want to watch those races live, grab a subscription and tune in on Mav TV Plus. Uh, let me know your win picks for the weekend as well. What do you guys think uh, will happen at Alltech uh, over the next two nights? Let me know. Elsewhere this weekend, the All-Star Circuit of Champions was supposed to be kicking off their 2022 season at Sonoya Raceway in Georgia. But as of this morning, the two nights have been canceled because of wet weather in the south. That means the All-Stars will now get going on Tuesday at Volusia during Dirt Car Nationals. Remember, these early season races for the All-Stars are non-points, so the fields could be a little bit wonky at Volusia. For example, we know Kyle Reinhardt is running the full slate again this year with the All-Stars, but his 91 team did not come south for these races. 
There were also probably some drivers we were going to see at Sonoya who now won't go to Volusia but maybe show up at East Bay. Volusia is a different animal that requires big horsepower, the fields are going to be stacked, and the possibility always exists to break motors there. With the continued issues getting parts and pieces, you know some teams just don't want to risk their equipment during Dirt Car Nationals. I went around earlier this morning to try and get an idea about who was coming to Sonoya before it was cancelled. And I figured we'd get Justin Peck, Chris Windham, Kevin Thomas Jr., Hunter Schoenberg, Parker Price Miller, Corey Eliason, Brent Marks, Tyler Courtney, Ricky Peterson, Danny Dietrich, and Donnie Schatz, among others. Of that group, I'm not sure who we'll see at Volusia outside of Schatz, Marks, Peck, Eliason, and Dietrich. I could see some of those guys skipping Volusia for sure. The rainout definitely sucks, though, for the folks at Sonoya. They've done a nice job getting that facility into really great shape, so hopefully they'll get a chance to try this again in the future. I'll probably save an all-star season preview until we get closer to the points opener at Attica in April. That way we'll have a much better idea on who will be in the full-time field. We'll talk plenty of dirt car nationals starting on Monday next week. If you do want to see some sprint cars today anyway, I've got a couple of new paint schemes to show you. The first is for Noah Gass as he prepares for his first ever season with the World of Outlaws. He'll run this simple and clean, mostly blue and black car this year. He's vying for the Outlaw Rookie of the Year trophy against Spencer Baston and Casey Kane. It'll definitely be a tall task for him and that team, but you can't fault the kid for taking his shot. Also yesterday, Chris Windham and his Hayward team showed off their NOS-sponsored wing car they'll race this year. Windham isn't running a series full-time, but is taking on a sizable winged schedule, similar to his non-wing brethren that have made the move lately, guys like Sunshine and KTJ. Wyndham was set to debut this weekend at Sonoya, but I don't know if we'll see them at Volusia or not. Nice looking black and blue NOS energy drink scheme for those guys, though. Over to USAC Midgets, as his father Bundy continues to recover from a December heart attack, Ethan Mitchell is getting set to run the full slate of USAC National Midget races this season. Bundy spent nearly two months in the hospital, but is now out and working on rehabilitation. In a week, Ethan will head to Florida without his father to begin the 2022 season with plans to contest all of the points-paying races. Skipping the non-points races like the DuCoin Indoor Show will allow Ethan some more time to be at home, especially earlier in the year, uh, to help his father when necessary. Mitchell ran a sizable portion of the midget schedules in 2020 and 2021. He earned a top five at Port City last year, along with five top ten finishes over the past two seasons. The family is famous in the pit area for their Bundy-built midgets that feature a Honda power plant. Those are uncommon in a world full of Toyotas, Stantons, and Esslingers. A few weeks ago at the Chili Bowl, Mitchell finished top 10 on his prelim night and 16th in a Saturday B-Main. USAC midget season starts February 11th at Bubba Raceway Park. Speaking of midgets, I had Ryan comment on my video yesterday asking how come I haven't mentioned Kaylee Bryson running full-time USAC in 2022, but I can't find that anywhere online where anybody's talked about that. If it is indeed the case that she's running full-time, drop me a message with a link to that story. I literally spend all day scouring for these news items, so I'd hope I didn't miss something big like that. In the future, if you know that I've missed something, feel free to reach out with tips or news. Twitter DMs are open, emails available. I'm pretty easy to get in touch with. And there are now uh, seven shows on today's streaming schedule with plenty to more uh, to come this weekend. That includes the Lucas Late Models at Alltech on MAV-TV+. Dirt Car Sportsman Mods from Lakeview on Racing America. That show has been canceled for tonight, but they are racing tomorrow night. And there's more crate late model action from East Bay on Flow, plus the winner freeze from Screven. They're going to have super late models and the SCDRA. They're racing for some really nice money. 
To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. And if you haven't grabbed your Dirt Tracker decal yet and would like to, you can find them at dirttracker.com slash decal. Uh, three bucks shipped out the door. That covers everything. Uh, if you want to get one, dirttracker.com slash decal. And again, I'll uh, link to it in the comments or in the uh, description below on YouTube. That's it for the show today. Have a good Friday and a good weekend. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you on Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily. <laughs>